This is Sincerely Speaking with Ms. Love Lee Rovo. Sincerely speaking, I'm your host, Lerato Rovo. Miss Lovely, but only if you promise that you love me. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the innermost part of my soul. Stick around and let me convince you that you are exactly where you need to be. Can I ask you something? Have you ever felt like a stranger in your own body, a visitor in your own mind? or even a spectator to your own life, questioning and doubting certain things about yourself, things you once knew to be true. I recently learned about the inner critic, the voice that tells you you're not good enough, that you've made a mistake and you're high-key an imposter. I also learned about the five types of imposter syndrome, the perfectionist, who obsesses over small details. The soloist, who doesn't need anybody and can do everything by themselves. The natural genius, who never practices because they just got it like that. The superhuman, who never takes a break. And the expert, who has to know everything about, well, everything. I'm not too proud to say that I'm at least two of these types. The perfectionist and the soloist. My journey to becoming self-aware was a very unintentional one in the beginning, but it was very necessary because I had to teach my inner critic, that internal voice, to not only accurately define me, but to be more compassionate as I journey through and towards self-discovery. I like to say that I feel as though I had been on autopilot my whole life and one day I woke up at the wheel of destiny where I'm now faced with so many decisions about my life and not really sure if I'm equipped to handle them properly. But when it comes to living your own life and living your own truth, is there really a right and wrong way to go about it? Who has the answers about the way you're meant to be living your own life and the things you're meant to do, if not yourself? Problem is, the self tends to adopt this habit of doubting. I used to look to others to define my identity. I probably adopted this habit from the system of social institutions. From a young age, you're told by teachers and caregivers that you're this type of a person. You're given some sort of an identity, athletic, artistic, class president, whatever, and spend most, if not your whole life, doing things in accordance with those particular personality traits, living out a reality that was created for you. But then one day, you awaken and you're an adult. You realize that it's entirely up to you to define who it is that you want to live your life as and what it is that you want to do with your life. Then one day, you start to wonder if you're doing the right thing. 
you question your abilities and start to lose sight of what pushed you in that particular direction in the first place. You doubt whether or not you're equipped to exist in that space. Welcome to Imposter Syndrome. As a creative, I often question and doubt a lot of things about my creative process. From my technique, the execution, and sometimes even the final product. But I also know, no matter what field of work you're in or whichever stage you're at in life, it can be very easy to start slipping and eventually falling into a space where suddenly you're not too sure of yourself and your capabilities aren't good enough for you anymore. You wait to feel inspired again and make every excuse to not live your life the way you truly desire, doubting whether you even still got it like that. It's okay. It's human nature. Validation is the drug we live by and imposter syndrome is the withdrawal symptom. When you don't get the validation, you start to question yourself, right? But what's even worse is that when you do get that validation, you might wonder if you're even worthy of the compliment. After all, there isn't a drug that's 100% good for you. No side effects. I once did an interview where I was asked when it was that I usually felt my true authentic self and what advice I had to inspire young ladies to be the same. I don't think I had ever felt more out of body than in that very moment, just realizing that I felt like an imposter because how could I tell you how to be when I don't even know how I came to be this person, when I'm not even sure who I am? I thought I had to be perfect to answer this question, like I had to have some profound answer so I could prove I really am who they were saying I was, who they perceived me as. But my love, sometimes admitting to not having it all together can help you look at the things you actually do have and accept that even as a work in progress, you're not a fraud, you're still great at what you do and you're gonna be okay. So just be you. I'm hoping that you at least find solace in the fact that there hasn't been a human being with your exact thoughts talents and living the exact same life you're living apart from you. You're literally a one of one. So why wouldn't you see this as an indication that a space and time has been carved out especially for you to be able to live your truth, write your own story and to shine in your unique way? That pretty much covers self-doubt, right? But to beat imposter syndrome, maybe you should think I wouldn't be good at this thing if it weren't meant for me. Whether your imposter issues stem from your job, hobbies, or even your personality and image, there is always a simple and quick way to solve them. Back that sh up. If this were poker, I'd say call your own bluff, but I don't know anything about poker if I'm being honest, so I'll just say try and find out. Grant yourself the opportunity to discover where these issues come from, your true feelings about the problem at hand and what can be done to solve it. You'll never actually know if you're an imposter until you know. 
Give yourself the benefit of the doubt because maybe you're not as bad as you think at a given thing. But if you are, then at least you'll know for sure and you can move on to the next thing. The wonderful thing about this life is we can always reinvent and reintroduce ourselves. If you're putting time, effort and energy into something and you don't enjoy it and it's not fulfilling and it doesn't prove to you that you're doing the right thing with your life, then move on. Beating yourself up over imaginary problems isn't going to solve them anyways. But if those things bring you fulfillment, stop critiquing your technique and just keep going. I don't know how aware you are of this, but we live in a world that's so critical of everything and everyone all the time. Downfalls are celebrated more than achievements and negativity makes headlines way more often than good things. Your distorted view of reality might not be 100% your fault, but you can't be nitpicking everything you do and say. If you're going to entertain thoughts, let it be the ones that tell you you're doing your best and not the ones that tell you you're not good enough. Your internal dialogue has nothing to do with the way the world perceives you and the titles they project on you. Instead, it has everything to do with the way you perceive yourself as well as your internal beliefs. I saw something the other day that said, don't trick yourself out of your blessings. You are worthy of doing that particular thing, of occupying that particular space you keep doubting. You are the person you think you are. So when it comes down to it, you have to show up as your greatest version and most authentic self because you are not an imposter. When I heard Rihanna say that she pretended on the day she didn't feel her best self, I didn't quite get it, but indulge me for a moment. I recently received my graduation photos and I was so worried that those images would show the twitchery, okay? The twitchery that was happening to my face when I stepped on that stage and as I tried to force a very nervous smile. The pressure was real, okay? <laughs> but the only thing I see when I look at those images is a beautiful moment. Nobody knows that I was low-key shaking in my golden feather heels because I didn't show it. And that's when it hit me. You choose who you want to show up as in this life. And when doubt seeps in, you do the thing regardless until there is no doubt about who you say you are. You're not pretending to be someone you're not. You're just showing up as your best self and not letting a moment of weakness define your identity. Your self-perception mind and how that mind responds to situations are the greatest things you have control over. You literally don't have anything to prove to anyone except yourself because you're the only one with all the self-doubt about you anyways. Everything else is just noise and you can tune it out. So instead of filling your head with lies, doubts and fears, be brave enough to live in your truth. If you want to know whether you're good at something or not, give it a try. Practice and you'll know whether you still have it. Go out and be unapologetically you. And if it feels right, do it proudly 
and do it often. No more of that watered down stuff. See enough ngetrengo pop, okay? <laughs> no more Kool-Aid. Self-pity is for the hopeless. Here, we live with the hope that things will always turn out fine as long as we're staying true to ourselves and our beliefs. But you should also know that anything you don't like, you can change, especially where your feelings about yourself are concerned. My love, I'd like for you to show me one person who can truly and honestly do you like you do. The way you walk, the way you talk, all your God-given abilities and with all of your natural finesse. I'll wait. However, I suspect if I wait for that answer, we might be here the whole day. The inner critic plants seeds of self-doubt in a mind where imposter flowers tend to sprout. Suddenly, your intrinsic garden is overflowing with weeds, barely getting what it needs. Continue down that path and you'll soon come to know. Baby, you'll reap what you sow. Teach your mind to define you precisely and you'll be in tune with your soul. Like Alex Isley and her marigold, I hope this soothes your anxiety and allows your mind to unfold. Feel the doubt whenever it comes, but always remind yourself of all your potential because the mind always remembers what it is told. This is Sincerely Speaking. I'm your host, Miss Love, Bindrovo. Bindrovo.